everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guide, your insider's guide to all things franchising and small business in the local area. I'm Blake Martin, local small business franchise owner and your Heartland Franchise Guide. This is the place for advocacy, resources, and education on all things franchising, small business, and entrepreneurship in the local area. And it's a great place for any entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur to stop by if they're just looking for more information about the franchising field. So we've got a franchising expert with us today to talk a little bit about a topic that is on everybody's mind, AI, artificial intelligence, and the franchising industry, the impacts, the changes, et cetera. Will Fraker, thank you very much for joining us today. Hey, Blake. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Excited to be here. Well, I'm glad you're excited to be here because this is a hot topic, and I know that you have dug into this very much so and have some personal experience with the utilization of AI. And I, we'll, we'll stay away from the proprietary confidential stuff, but I think we'll still be <laughs> able to inform our audience on some real-life uh, interaction with AI. So appreciate you being here. I'm going to look down real quick and kind of explain why I asked you to be here today with your background. Will is a franchise marketing executive, and he's, from everything I've seen, a really savvy AI implementer. And he's here to discuss real-life changes in AI that we've seen within the franchising industry because Will currently, after a long career in this field, is a VP of marketing with the FranNet organization within franchising, which means he touches all different categories and industries in the franchising field by virtue of being in charge of marketing for a franchise brokerage and consulting company, which is a franchise system itself, by the way. Did you catch all that? You can always rewind these if you don't catch everything all at once. Uh, but he's going to talk a little bit about what to expect in the near future with AI and franchising and critical, critical considerations for moving forward. Because whether you want it to or not, whether you know it or not, AI is changing a lot of things we do. And it can change it for the better if you harness it. How'd you like that intro, Will? That's right. Wow. I'm very flattered. Thank you again for that. I'd <laughs> hold love on, for you hold to on. introduce me degrees, everywhere. Will's got degrees in psychology and business management. <laughs> both of which I think are really important for this topic, right? The psychology component yeah. of it. Um, several executive leadership roles with franchise and marketing organizations. And as I said before, VP of marketing for an international franchise organization called FranNet. I've heard of them before. I've even got a coffee mug for that. So thank you again for being here. Let's jump right into it, okay? Let's do it. What we talk about when we say AI is the machine's ability to learn and behave in a humanistic way, right? Expressing human behaviors. And it really comes to the forefront with a product like ChatGPT or other uh, what I'll call large language model systems that can understand what you're talking about, understand the intent of what you're trying to get out, uh, what you're trying to accomplish, and then help you get there in the most effective way possible. So first of all, I mean, for those who are listening to this and like, yeah, okay, well, I've heard AI and I see it in the media. I heard... Can you give some examples of how AI is being used in an industry like franchising right now and how it's impacting us? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I feel like AI has been a topic of discussion um, in the recent memory of, of folks. The last year or two years, AI has just blown up. But AI has actually been around in some form for several years now, and we've just been utilizing it in different ways. I think it's really come to the forefront with the um, – uh, the uh, the uh, announcement of uh, things like Chat GPT and some of these other platforms, which I'm sure we'll talk about, that have really brought AI to the normal user. Before a lot of that AI technology seemed to be shrouded in mystery and code and the back end of websites or 
programs or apps, but I really think AI, AI has come to the general user in a much more approachable way. And it has, like you said, changed so much about uh, what we do and how we do it across every different industry and vertical. So it doesn't matter if you're in franchising or if you're in tech or if you're in um, you know, food service, AI yeah. has absolutely uh, come into your space and has changed things whether you wanted to know it or not. And one big example we've probably all heard of, at least a little bit about is ChatGPT, a platform I mentioned earlier, um, developed by the guys over at OpenAI. And that's one thing that we constantly use um, in the franchising space. But you asked a little bit about how, fran- how AI has changed franchising specifically. So let me give you a couple of examples of what that would look like. One of the easiest ways that uh, AI has come and really revolutionized the space is through content. One of the things that I did just earlier today is I posted on our social media platform about a podcast that we had just released. And I asked AI, ChatGPT, to generate that, that post for that podcast that I put on our LinkedIn. And it just took a couple sentences. I said, generate a social media post for me and put in a couple of emojis emojis, and tag these people. And it created that post in all of three seconds. I was Even able to the take that and put it on our LinkedIn, just that simple. So content is probably the first and most pervasive way people have been using AI, especially in the franchising space. It tagged the right people? <laughs> it did tag the right people. One thing you'll have to always do, and this is actually probably a good place to jump in with this, is that AI doesn't is not going to do everything for you. I heard a, a person say that you AI is not going to replace you, but a person using AI will eventually replace you, right? And we think about this, um, and we'll get to this, I'm sure, at some point, the concerns around AI. But um, one of those concerns is that people think is like, well, AI is going to take over everything. And it's really not. What happened, What's going to happen is that AI is going to be leveraged by people who are thinking well about this topic, and they're going to use it in more effective and efficient ways than you're probably using it at this point. And so the question is, what can you be doing with AI? How could you be leveraging the power of AI to make your job or your business better? I really caught that comment you just said. AI isn't going to replace you. A person using AI is going to replace you. Yeah, that's right. That's pretty emphatic. Can I, let's... Uh, a quick side note here, because you know I've only done ninety of these, so I'm still improving my abilities <laughs> to interview for podcasts. But let's go back one step. What okay. is AI, Will? Oh, great question. Let, <laughs> we should we should start with that because I think a lot of people too will get confused uh, between something that like uh, the machine learning or machine optimization, where you might have a system like let's say we talk about advertising they might optimize your ads to get the best or the most out of your marketing budget, something like that. That's not necessarily AI. So let me give you a a simple example. Um, There could be a computer that understands how to play chess really well, not necessarily because it understands the game of chess or the intent that you have there, but because it understands that each spot on the chessboard represents um, a a number, an algorithm, a a statistical uh, probability and it can do that math really quickly. That's not necessarily AI the way that we're, we're using it. We're talking about um, using AI to actually accomplish goals um, that we as humans would intuitively understand because we're going to make certain decisions. We're going to consider certain contexts. We're going to have certain goals in mind. And the AI that's existing today in th- through something like ChatGPT can better understand 
what we're trying to do there. And it can do it in a really sophisticated way and with natural language as well. So I don't have to be sophisticated in code to get ChatGPT to, to accomplish something that might require code. So it's really interesting when we talk about AI, there's always the, there's a distinction that does, definitely needs to be made. But that's usually how I try to, de to define artificial intelligence. I appreciate that. That's very helpful. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. And thanks for painting a picture because you might have lost me. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely is a complicated topic and most people um, don't quite understand it. But what, what's great about AI right now and why you should be using it in your business is because it has become so approachable. You don't have to understand how the large language model works in order to take advantage of its benefits, right? We talked about social posting and you asked about a couple other ways. Let me give you a couple of other really interesting things. It can start to generate images based off of text, right? So you can give it a text, let's say, you know, um, really dapper individual hosting a podcast, right? Maybe it's Blake Martin, maybe it's not. Well, but you put that text <laughs> into this AI system and it will generate an image of that individual, maybe in a setting that you've described. And it can do that just simply from the text. So AI has become so sophisticated that it doesn't actually need a lot of input to give you maximum output. And so using it for things like that, data analysis is another big one. Imagine taking a spreadsheet and accomplishing something that would normally take you an hour in 30 seconds. I do it all the time. One of the things I've been using right now is I have it read PDFs. I can upload documents like a PDF. Like let's say we're talking about a franchise, right? Yeah. And you want to try and understand the franchise disclosure document, the FDD. That's a big document, right? But you need to be well-informed. You can use ChatGPT to interpret that document and pull out certain points that you want to know about. Let's say you want to know more about the item 19 or you want to know about item four or seven. You can ask it to give you a summary of those things. Uh, without having to read it all yourself and to try and understand all that legal information, which we all know is really hard and written by lawyers on purpose <laughs> to distract you. So those are some really interesting ways people are using AI right now. That well, I've that's seen. very pertinent, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, very relevant. So make your life easier, more concise and succinct using yeah. AI. Absolutely. We just answered like three of my questions with that one response. <laughs> so we're just flying along here. You're like my AI for podcasting. Exactly. I get ahead of your questions. I already know what you're going to ask me, right? <laughs> one thing, one thing, though, that we can that, that I think is really important for people to understand too is that the AI is really only as advantageous as you allow it to be. One thing I've seen people not be able to get over a hurdle in in using AI is they don't even know where to begin. Where do mm -hmm. you start? What do you do with it? It just sounds like it's such a big topic. And and yes, I can go and ask it anything I want, but but what, how, what do I use it for? And I think that really trying to understand some of those things can be a hurdle for a lot of folks. And one of the things that I've found is really effective is starting by um, bringing it questions that you are having issues in, in your business. You know, maybe it's something that you don't know how to create an effective marketing campaign, right? You don't know how to reach your customer or who is your customer. You might have those questions and ChatGPT can give you a head start on some of those things if you ask it, right? Or you can use some of these other uh, language processing uh, systems to, to help you just begin the process of going down all the things you can accomplish with a tool like that. Yeah. You just made me think of something. Uh, I'm dating myself a little bit, and uh, you don't have as many years under you as I do, so you might not remember this. But when you're talking about I don't even know where to begin with AI or ChatGPT, 
You know what? Yeah. That's, that's what I thought in the late 80s, early 90s when people started talking about websites and, and the World Wide Web. That's yeah. what everybody called it at the time. Yeah. And it was kind of intimidating. And I was like, well, I just got to like figure out, I got a computer. How do I like make this happen? Yeah. And yeah. within a couple of usage periods, it's like, yeah, okay, I can do this. Same thing with email. Like, ah, I don't know if I want to use email, like a computer to say what I want to say. Can you right. imagine life without email right now? Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And actually, you know, to pick up on this idea of where is AI going, you're, you know, you're thinking about this now and you're having those questions just like we were in the 90s. And I, you know, Blake, I, I remember uh, the dial-up tones. So I'm not, I'm not, uh, I've got a couple of years, enough to know that you're the certainly not noise you used to hear, <laughs> right? And you'd have to, you'd have to uh, have no one else on the phone, right? In the other room, you couldn't do that yet. So um, but what we did is we adapted, we started to think about it. And this is what I would encourage people to do is don't think about the tool. Think about something that's going on in your business that you can't get over that you're, there's a hump there. There's a hurdle there. You can't get through. Think about what you need to accomplish that. And then look at the tool and say, can AI help me with this? So mm -hmm. for instance, you might be struggling with a marketing campaign or, or messaging, right? And you just can't come up with it. Well, now go to ChatGPT and say, hey, help me with a marketing campaign. Here's what I'm trying to do, and it'll help you do it, rather than sitting in front of the tool and going, well, I don't, what do I say to it? What do I type mm -hmm. to it? And I think that could be a helpful way to think about it. But let's talk about what five years means, right? Ten years from now. Think about all that has been accomplished in the last 18 months through these products, that these tools that we're now talking about and having podcasts about, or having conferences about it. We're having events. People are spending millions of dollars a year on these tools now. And this has been around really um, only accessible in the last 18 months to 18 to 24 months. Think about where we'll be in five years. That's what I think will be really cool. And I don't want to I don't want to get too far ahead of you guys. But can I tell you one cool thing I saw recently with AI, if you don't mind? Please do. Okay. The developer, uh, for previous Apple developer, he went out and started his own venture. He just gave a TED Talk. And he wore what amounts to a pin on his shirt. Like imagine you have like a, I'm using the logo here as an example, mm -hmm. but imagine you have that and it's this little device and it has a camera on it and it uses AI to help him accomplish everything he's doing. And it's wearable. It's not connected to anything. It's using a wireless connection with the internet and he can walk around with it. And so he's giving this Ted talk and he pulls up a candy bar and he's a lactose. He's, he has a lactose allergy and he, he shows the ingredients to his shirt, he's showing it to his pen, and the AI is able to read it and tell him that, oh, this contains dairy, you shouldn't eat this, right? He was able to respond to an email that came in by talking to it. It actually has a heads-up display that he was shining on his hand, and it is showing that he got a text message from his wife. And then he was able to respond through it using, this is all using the AI. So things like wearables going to completely change the game, right? The way that we process uh, huge tasks like building websites, all going to be done through AI. Video will be done through AI uh, in the next five years, guaranteed. So really cool things that are going to be happening. What's that going to look like? Video is going to be done through AI. Okay, so right now there is actually an AI, there's an AI platform, and I'm going to forget the name of it, and I, I'm going to be a bad podcast guest because I didn't bring all my information <laughs> with me. Um, but there's a, there's a, there's a platform out there right now, right now, I remember talking about pictures. I mentioned that before that platform is called mid journey. If anybody wants to check that out. Um, but there is a video platform. It works the same way you type it in. And one of the examples I saw was Will Smith eating spaghetti, right? Really strange prompt. 
Um, and if you if you go and Google, you can probably Google that Will Smith eating spaghetti AI video, and you can find it. And it's definitely not there yet. But if you watch it, it actually animates something akin to a person, right? That maybe resembles Will Smith, and he's definitely eating some kind of stringy substance. So the point I'm getting here is that we're there now, where a text can be turned into some kind of motion that resembles some kind of uh, lifelike anima- animation. Think about where we'll be in two years, in three years, in ten years, where we could actually give it a you know uh, a prompt like uh, wartime. You know, Saving Private Ryan is a really good movie. I re- really like that. What if we could recreate that scene on the beach just by typing in the you know Omaha Beach, June 1944? Oh my goodness! I mean, that kind of stuff it brings up all kinds of implications as well, of course, um, but. Yeah, fascinating that we could get there someday. Let's talk about those implications. Yeah, let's talk about them. Uh, right now, a big concern is that AI is growing too quickly. Um, there's some good. There's some good content out there uh, from a gentleman named Tristan Harris, who used to work at Facebook and is now an advocate for making sure that we regulate this technology well and that we're thinking about how quickly. We're releasing this stuff to the general public. One of the things that used to kind of uh, help this process is that technology that would be developed was gatekeeped. Uh, they had gatekeepers like the tech guys, right? Mm-hmm. Then people who knew code so well, you couldn't just go create a Facebook, right? You couldn't just create a website or a marketing campaign. You had to have somebody. Well, AI is growing so quickly, and I've mentioned some of the examples before, that somebody like myself who maybe has just a cursory knowledge of this stuff not even myself, someone even who doesn't even understand this stuff as well, that they could generate really serious systems or technology that actually then um, gets put into use or practice. And so people are worried that it's going to grow too quickly and that things like IP, like uh, uh, technology, like the video I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. can we use someone's likeness? Is that allowed? If I type in Will Smith eating spaghetti and it gets so good that we can tell that that's Will Smith, is it fair for me to be able to do that, to use his likeness? And so there's a lot of concerns around those kinds of things um, right now. And so we're working, they're working through regulation, but I mean, it just hasn't caught up yeah. to, to where we're at with the technology, regulation, that conversation. There's a lot of people, including someone like Elon Musk, who think it's growing too quickly and we need to slow it down. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of those uh, conversations happening right now, but. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. So you gave you gave a couple of really good examples of just how any business owner, and then even give an example of you know in the franchising world having AI read a, a PDF like a franchise disclosure document an FDD. Right. Anything else you're doing or seeing in the franchising world that yeah. uh, is going to be improved by or is currently being driven by AI that you think we should be aware of? Yeah. Okay. So there's a couple of things. Let me give you two, let me come at it from um, two different audiences, perhaps Mm -hmm. say you're a business owner and you want to think about how to use AI. And let me talk about what franchising uh, is currently doing right now with it. A lot of social content and social media uh, campaigns are being run off of AI. And what I mean by that is they're either being generated by AI, like I talked about earlier by creating social content, or they're uh, using AI to actually create um, different ways to run your campaigns the most effectively to reach the right audience, right? That's one way that marketing is using, marketing and franchising is using that right now. 
uh, let's say you're talking about operations. A lot of people are using it for data analysis and understanding um, how their business is operating, where their efficiencies could be. And they're using AI to interpret whether that's an Excel spreadsheet, a PDF like I talked about earlier, or people are building whole programs uh, to help them process operational information that they're getting in from their CRM or from their uh, their team out in the field, those kinds of things. One other example, if you're a business owner, that I think is really neat um, is that they're using it, it to help them um, task out when they can fill appointments, right? Let me tell you about the specific example that I heard. A massage franchise has several appointments that might just open up here and there. They've got an hour to fill here, an hour to fill there. They're actually using AI to reach out to their customer base to fill in those open appointments as those open appointments happen. So someone cancels, they're immediately reaching out to their audience, to their to their uh, to the database of folks, the members, and saying, "Hey, we've got a, an open appointment here," and scheduling that automatically for the business owner so that they're trying to maximize their profits. Really cool stuff like that. Let's turn it over to another side of the coin, and let's say you're a franchisor. One of the things that I've seen, I'll give you one example here that I've seen that's not quite there yet, but they're building it is one thing as a franchisor that you're trying to provide to your franchisees is support, right? Yeah. They want, they need to have the marketing materials. They need to have the operational materials, the technology. And one of the things that they do right now is they usually just have some kind of database where the franchisee has to search through all this information. Oh, where was this again? Where's the newest logo? Where's the newest newsletter? I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, our marketing <laughs> I you, team, I, I mean, they might. spoon feed uh, it so simply. We always know where I never lose track of it. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, I know yeah. where all those emails are. I keep up with everything. Besides so anyways, you, Blake, go ahead. the model Continue franchisee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Besides you, it can be difficult to search all that. There's actually a product that's coming to market soon that uses AI, um, so it's still a database of information, but it uses AI to search the database. So instead of you having to oh, go, wait, man. where was that recent logo? You can say to the AI, can you give me the recent logo for my brand? And it'll pull it up for you, right? It'll search the database rather than you having to search it. And again, because we can use natural language, just like I was talking to you, hey, Blake, where's that recent logo we had? Just as simply as I can say that, the AI can understand what you're saying and go and find it in the database that you know, is undoubtedly full of a ton of information. Some of it's old, some of it's new, and it'll be able to find it for you. So that's one way franchisors will be able to use that pretty soon. And I think that that's really exciting as well. Um, one thing that we're using it personally at FranEd, if I can give you one more example, if you don't mind, please. we care about helping business owners find the right franchise opportunity, right? One mm -hmm. thing that I've done on the marketing side is to try and help make that process easier through AI. Because one thing you're thinking about, right, as a business owner, does, does it make sense for me? Should I start my own business? Should I get into franchising? How many franchises are out there? Is it just fast food? I mean, think about all the myriad of questions, right, that you, Blake, probably get all the time talking to business owners. How can I use AI to help people start that process? Maybe they chat and just get this, just to get the lay of the land, they start talking to an AI that is trained to understand those kinds of questions and that gets them warmed up. Oh, I didn't know I could do this. This is really neat. Oh, there are other franchises out there besides fast food. This is really neat. Oh, there's an affordable franchise. Oh, this market's open. Think about all the kind of conversations that I can get them started with using AI, and then I can introduce them to a great man like yourself who can take them the rest of the way. So that's something we're doing right now on the franchise development side to try and really help uh, push people along, and we're using AI to do that. We've got a more informed buyer, more informed consumer. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it's about. 
And, you know, as we're wrapping up here, I just want, wanted to tie together something. As I was listening to all those fantastic examples, so thank you for those, mm-hmm. I was thinking there's a common thread here, right? The biggest challenge to business right now, to small business, to people even thinking about starting their own business and they're thinking about what are some of the obstacles that might keep me from doing that, that number one challenge right now, everywhere in North America for sure, is labor, right? Finding mm. and keeping the right people. And every example that you just provided to me, whether it's a local small business owner like me or somebody that's searching for a business and doesn't have enough time on their hands or a franchisor like you that's trying to make life easier for business owners, the common thread is there in all those examples. AI makes it possible to do this even if you're shorthanded. And maybe Absolutely. even do it more effectively so that you can take your existing talent and reapply those staff members to something even more important. Yeah. I mean, the, the name of the game, if, if, if AI has done anything in its current form, is efficiency. It has made you more efficient. Tasks that take you an hour take you five minutes. Tasks that you used to have to do yourself, maybe you don't have to do it all now because the AI can do it for you. You hit yeah. the nail on the head, Blake. I think that that's the big advantage for business owners. And when we talk about this, why should you use AI? I mean, when it really comes down to it, it's not just a cool and fun thing to check out. It really can make you a better business owner, a more efficient business owner, uh, save you money. So I think you're right on about that. Yeah, I'll end with one thing. I was strapped for time trying to put it together a presentation for a group. It was a presentation I had never done before, and I knew I was running fast on it. I'm like, I got to put this together. Frankly, it was late at night, and I was on a deadline. And I put the whole thing together. I put the slides together, and then I thought – well, how can I fact check this, right? I can't reach out to Will. He won't answer the phone at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> then he's on, he's on Pacific time, so he might be awake, but he's not going to be alert. And so I went into chat GPT and using some of the suggestions that you provided make it really conversational. I asked, what would you put into a presentation? on And it didn't necessarily – it gave me a uh, couple of new angles, but really what it did is validate what I already done. Like It caught like six of the seven points that I, were making, that I was making themes of that presentation. Yeah, And it made me feel better about, okay, I'm, I'm rushing, I'm trying to multitask, but I feel a lot more confident now that because of what ChatGPT provided back to me, it yeah. was like getting fact-checked by 500 editors, right? Yeah. So. And you bring up a really good point, too, is that is that AI, it's not the end-all, be-all. Just because you asked in a particular question, it's important for you to still read through it and make sure the context makes sense and if that is actually right. I think that's also why... You know, you're never going to get away from working with someone like yourself. If you're going to buy a franchise, AI is never going to solve the problem completely because you really do need the that human context and touch too. So you bring up a really good point about it's not going to just be able to do all the things for you, but it's going to make things easier. So that's a, that's a great example. Well, I, I appreciate you wrapping that up with a nice bow because we got to wrap up this episode. But man, Will, <laughs> thank, thank you, you for so, having me on. I'm so glad we record these so people can go back and listen to it again because there was a lot of nuggets in there. And I think <laughs> anybody with a mind like mine is going to have to go back and listen to this episode three times. So thank you, Will Fraker, so much for being a part of this episode and teaching us more about artificial intelligence, AI, and its impact on small business and specifically on franchising. Thanks again, Blake. Appreciate it. Well, appreciate you, and we appreciate all of you joining us on another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guy. Don't forget, even if AI needs to remind you, don't keep the Heartland Franchise Guy a secret, right? So you know somebody who could really benefit from learning what Will taught us today? Make sure you share this episode with them. If you need more information or you're trying to get in touch with us or Will, 
hit that QR code, scan it on the bottom of your screen, and we'll, we'll get the information and we'll get you in touch with them. Speaking of in touch, appreciate you being here with us again today. And we're going to see you all again very soon on another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guide. A Huda Media Production.